Welcome to the Point Five Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is your host David Bake and Joshua Song. Yo, and Serena. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you guys for uh, coming to listen to us. It's like you don't have to. Every, every week, <laughs> but come, you do because you have the time. <laughs> yeah, just like. You know, it's weird. You just come in and listen to three random people talk for like, what, 30, 40 minutes? You know, I'm, I'm very thankful for everyone, but it does question me. Why do you come back? <laughs> because we're cool like that and they want to listen to us three cool people talk. <laughs> no, for really though, why do you come back? I greatly appreciate it. You know, should- it's strange. Like even after our comeback from the lockdown, I've been checking the stats. There's still like 20 plus consistent People. Wow. wow! Like, thank you. Imagine a room full of, that's like a f- full classroom. They're just sitting there while we talk. At, it's like weird. <laughs> Wait, yeah. isn't that among the twenty? It's probably one, two, three of us. So <laughs> let's minus that. It's Wait, like hold on. People. I actually don't monitor because I have to edit. Oh, I see. I see. I see. That so, makes sense. So it's just me and me and me and Serena. Yeah, Serena and I. Serena and I. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so today, we're talking about superpowers. Whoa. I don't know how much you guys are into superpowers or Marvel or, you know, those kind of things. I'm not much of a movie person. I'm not, I'm not, I am a movie person, but the one thing that I cannot get sucked into is a Marvel universe. Really? Like everyone is going crazy about it. Why? Why? Because apparently the second or third or the fifth phase, I don't even know what phase we are, we are in, but like. Oh, it's like the storyline's way too long to get into unless you've been there from the start. Exactly. Like I've read the, the map of like what you need to watch in order for you to get the whole concept. And oh. it's like 20 plus movies. Oh. Holy smokes. You're going to need to watch movies straight from Do you from watch month. like from the comics as well? No. I'm, oh, I'm it doesn't start all the way back there? I have no idea. That's oh. so strange because usually movies are sort of the more concise watches where like drama shows, you have to watch like a whole series. But Marvel is a movie drama series. Yeah, it's like it's a whole universe in itself, which is why it's called Marvel Universe. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, how like... Not creative, but imagine how how much do you guys growing up were like into fantasy and like you know just imagining things, imaginary things. I had imaginary friends. Really? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Um, I I copied. So there was a show called The House of Imaginary Friends. Has anyone what? watched that? No, I've never heard Channel of this 50, before. Cartoon Are you imagining Network. this show? I was imagining that I've had, always watched Channel Fifty and Fifty One after yeah, school. After school, yeah, there was this character called Blue, and I really liked Blue. And he was already an imaginary friend that belonged to a dude. I forgot his name, but it was Mac or something. And then I was like, what, ten years old at the time, and I was like, I want him to be my friend. So every time I went to sleep, maybe a little bit oh, creepy. I think I've seen this before. Yeah, is I, it this one? Yes, that is Blue. Oh. I talked to Blue at night. You stole the friend. I did. <laughs> I made him real in my imagination. That's wild. So like, would you like make up how Blue would sound and how he would respond to you then? Like, how do you... Yeah, like literally. Uh, you guys probably think I'm a <laughs> that's psycho. so much work. No, it isn't. It's like having a best friend that's always in the back of your pocket. So when you go to sleep, when you're lying down, I just... I just start talking like, hey, Blue. Wow, Blue is not even spelled the way it should be. It's like 
B-L-O-O. Yeah. That's why it's even better. It's an actual name. Interesting. He's a color blue. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so what what would you do? How would you have a conversation with this guy? So it, I think I, I think I was still self-conscious. Like if I started talking to an imaginary character in front of my parents, they would have been like, dude, we need to take this guy to the hospital. <laughs> so ASAP. I, yeah. So I talked to him only at night. When I went to sleep, I'd go I'd lie down and I'd tell him about my day. About the things that like annoyed me, things that made me happy, what I ate, and he would respond, and I would respond back. He would respond, <laughs> yeah. What's like, but he, you would make up your, the guy's response, right? Yes, of course. I, th- I think it's like subtle, like conscious, like you know, subconsciously, I am making the response. So weird. But at that time, it was very, very like realistic to me. That's Dang. like um being, like having a separate second personality. Like a second person in you. <laughs> Schizophrenic. That, that makes sense. You're sound making bad. me like. Yeah, basically. And that's why I study psychology. <laughs> can wow. you really? Can you relate to that, Serena? Have you been like an imaginary kid growing up? I don't think I was very creative, honestly. I can tell. <laughs> From what? Uh, I'm just joking. From what? Um, but I I still do like music. Yeah. But I'm I'm not as cre- I don't think I'm a very creative person. As much as I say that, um, I've heard that like I do a lot of creative stuff. So that I might not recognize that I'm being creative, but that I am creative. I've actually sorry, that was really loud. I've actually got a, an idea of what you're talking about. I feel like you yourself wouldn't paint the picture, but you would be behind the painter and telling him what to paint. <laughs> <laughs> like ordering yeah. that <laughs> yeah I think I think that in that way that could still be creative like a director that is very true yeah. that is very true yeah I'm more of a director I think maybe yeah. oh, in that so sense so it's like uh, 느낌을 약간 이렇게 이렇게 하면 이렇게 like explain how and then that yeah. person just doesn't like you give him the pass or no hey but you know Pilates teaching Pilates is a very creative um, activity career really or job because you'd have to come up with like the sequence mm-hmm. right and how you're gonna like train this person you're basically a personal trainer right right and then you have to like direct that person to move in a certain way by giving them cues and like um allowing them to recognize like what the focus should be of that exercise right mm. so i guess yeah i can, I can be creative in that sense right um, but I'm more of a copier, I think. And then once I like become um, enough, what is it? Like if I feel Efficient? like, oh. mm. when I feel in, that I'm enough of a copier or I've copied enough of it, <laughs> I don't know even how to word this. Yeah. But um, once I get to that stage, I think I try to make it my own thing after that. So I like add in a couple things of like my own personal stuff and then... So I feel like I'm a mixture of like all different kinds of things. Right. Nice. That makes then that makes it original. Hmm. Speaking of original, I don't know how many times you guys have thought about this. You know, like people are like, if you could have one wish, if you could have one superpower. But let's see how creative you guys are with, you know, what your answers. So Josh, let's go with you. <laughs> the fr- <laughs> friend of blue Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Blue's friend. Okay. We are here with four people, actually. <laughs> Blue's always been with me. Do you still talk He's to him? He's actually right behind David. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> so your question was, what kind of superpower? So let, yeah, let's say Blue's our genie. Sure. He, uh, coming up what right here. He's going to grant you a superpower. Yeah. Right. Blue says, Josh, 
since you have been my friend when I was 10 years old, to uh, return the favor, I'm going to give you one superpower. Right. But you got to choose wisely. What would you want it to be? Like anything in this world, mm-hmm. super, superpowers. Like mm-hmm. I've actually, I mean, I think this is a question everyone in their life at least has asked themselves once. Right? Yeah. And I, I think there are like variable answers like, oh, flying, you know, teleporting, stopping time. I I think personally, I want to do time manipulation. Now I say, I say manipulation because I don't want to just set it down to like stopping time. I want to go back and forth in time. Time travel. Sure. That's mine mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That's actually mine. Really? Yeah. Time travel. How come? I would like to do that. You can do everything with time travel. You like you don't even need to be able to fly because you just like you know go into the future and find out whether we get to fly or not. Yeah, you can do that, or you know, like go just go if you don't like. Let's say you don't want to waste your time going to like I don't know, like flying abroad, right? Just go back in time, ride the airplane, and then get there and then speed time back up again. What What if you uh, go too far into the future that you actually go to an age where you're dead? I think Whoa. I think that'd be kind of like the worry. Well, yeah. I've never never thought about that before. Yeah. That is wild. That's that's an interesting movie topic. If anyone out there is a director and would like to use that <laughs> movie, please make it. I think that'd be very interesting. Like yeah. would you be manipulating time in the sense where you can you yourself say stay in your own time zone but then you go to different time zones or Within like your you life, also, right? yeah, or would your sort of like physical body and stuff change too along with the time like you would. Oh. I think I, I'd, I'd stay pretty fairly. I'd be like a consistent variable. Like I would, no, I wouldn't even be a variable. I would just be the constant, right? And then time itself would be the variable. And I would like to think of it as like, I'm sure David can understand this part, but you know how like when you're using Adobe Premiere, you have that timeline. <laughs> you can increase it, decrease it, stretch it, pause it, fast forward it, anything you want, right? Like I literally want to have that ability. Just like, or like... Mm. Making sound the mouth to describe it. You said you want time travel too. Mm-hmm. How come? I think it's the same idea. Is that there's so it's like immensely um, powerful, and that you could essentially do anything and everything. So if you want to be rich, you can travel back in time, find out the lotto number, yeah, <laughs> lottery ticket number, and then go and back then go time. back in time and win it. I also think this is very important for Serena. This power is because she never has time. Oh, you have no dude, time. That is that is very true. But if you have this power, you can do everything at once. Everything and anything at once. Yeah. Well, I guess you can't really like work three jobs because you're li- still you still need to live in that timeline. Right. 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 Interesting. I think a common sort of uh, I guess condition a thing I've seen with the context of time superpowers is whenever you switch time zones. Technically, you're the only who remembers everything, right? And everybody around you technically doesn't remember anything that's happened in a different time zone that you've gone to. Right. Such as, like, you go to the past to save somebody from dying. But then when you come back, they don't remember, like, things about that. So you only live in that time zone then, like, when you travel into that time. It's basically what you're saying. Like, the other people around you, since they don't know that you can do that, like, it feels like it, I think it'd be very lonely if you know yeah, what I mean. You're right because ah. you're you're the only one who's living by yourself in like a own who's like time. Li- experiencing this. Yeah. And to them, you're just like, oh hey, uh, like 
다음 날에 약간 그냥 보는 느낌. But then you've actually gone and fought, fought like T-Rex yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna choose time travel, I should choose something different because it's, it's very limiting. Wait, what, David? How about you? What, what what superpower do you want? Well, damn, I was not expecting you to ask. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it used to be, you know, to be able to fly, but I think, phew. <laughs> Wait, what? Let me come back to that question. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you see any ways of uh, sort of that superpower being abused? Time manipulation? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the whole point, right? <laughs> like to abuse it. <laughs> yeah, abuse it. I, I think, I, I kind of imagine like this. If I had the power to time manipulate, right? I'd create like, what if there was a chance of someone else in this world having the same power, right? Like it could be someone else, right? Like I want to create... A team, like a like a, a culture, like you need to write rule books so that no one can abuse it. Because if if you abuse time travel, you can do you can anything and everything. Yeah. yeah, you can go back in time and save John F. Kennedy from being murdered. Who knows what would have happened? You could go back in time and I don't know, shoot the snake that gave the apple to Adam and Eve, and then <laughs> we would all be I don't know. Maybe you can go all the way back in time, and if there was like the Big Bang or whatever God that created the world, you could be like, yo. I don't know. You could probably abuse it in a big way. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah. You can, if you can also travel to the future, right? Yeah. You keep talking about going to the past. It's because I have a lot of things I want to change in the <laughs> past. <laughs> I was actually going to ask too, like, but what would happen if having superpowers was just kind of like having a job nowadays? Like everybody has it and everybody like develops oh, into it wow. or grows into it. Oh, and you don't get to choose what you have? Dude, that would suck. Like you just born into a superpower and you can't even choose. That would suck because like you might get a superpower that's like being able to, I don't know, like eat without having to stop. That'd be <laughs> Like that'd be kind of a, I guess, re- relevantly useless superpower. Yeah. Like what if you're a superpower? Superpower <laughs> was to like do the most craziest Pilates forms. Like, what use would that be? Yeah, no. <laughs> it would be no use. Yeah. If that happened, though, it'd be like a lot of high... What do you call it? There'd be uh, definitely for sure like some power changes and having like the guys with the most like violent superpowers controlling everything. Yeah. It falls that in is the very long true. Hand. Yeah. No one can stop you too. What if your superpower was being an like extra, extra, extrovert? What? <laughs> extra, extra, extrovert. How can, how, how, <laughs> how extrovert extra could you, can you be? Like you walk out of the streets and be like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I and you'd that. like just talk to, you'd be like comfortable just talking to everyone and anyone. I wish I could do that. I wish I actually had that superpower. And you'd be um, very, very outgoing and you just hate being alone. But that'd be your weakness. That'd be right. like Superman's kryptonite. Oh. Wow. Speaking of, well, who would be the, what do you call it? Least, what would be a superpower you least want to have? Like, let's say it's in this world that everybody has superpowers and it's just given to you. You don't get to choose. What would be the superpower you least want to have? <laughs> That's a good question. 
So it's more of a curse, I guess. <laughs> superpower. So it has to be a superpower, supernatural power, but it's something that I do not want. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it'd be like digesting everything. Like I'm able to digest anything. Like the couch you're sitting on? Yeah. Like I, my stomach is like has super reflux and it can just decompose anything. I Dude, would. if you existed, like we could just feed you all the world's all the waste. Garbage. <laughs> exactly. So like But you'd be like a very, very essential Thing um, of person. Life. Yeah. yeah. But think about this it. World. But the think disadvantage of- would your taste you would still be able to taste everything you eat. So. Exactly. <laughs> and like imagine that. So if they if, if the government found out that I can digest anything, they wouldn't leave me alone. They'd probably place me in a garbage disposal truck. Right. And then they'd make me drink the radioactivity stuff. You know, like I wouldn't want that. Dude, you'd be the the weekly garbage truck, but then you just with your mouth open. <laughs> the weekly No, but then the the thing it would be like I would need to still munch on it like a human being. So I would need to break down all the garbage pieces into bite edible size and eat it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then imagine the afterward effect that I would need to do in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That wouldn't be very fun, eh? So that would be my option. I would not want that power. What about you, Serena? Uh, It's a hmm. hard question though. It is. It is a very hard question. I was gonna say something like what you said, like having superpowers to like do some weird Pilates exercise. That's so useless. I think I think I would want I, I wouldn't want some like useless superpower. All right. But I definitely don't want what you've mentioned just now, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I definitely don't want that either. Well, I brought up this whole topic because I think um although it was more of a casual tone where we're like we're wanting some supernatural things for fun, but there are also times where we feel like we want those certain powers at times of need where we feel inadequate for certain things. Like in traffic, I would want the superpower to be able to just fly so I can just fly over things. Yeah. But then like there are situations that kind of give you those things. I think back to the like real world, what are your guys' personal superpowers do you feel? Like that you currently possess, like your strengths. And weaknesses too. Talking to imaginary friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your weakness or strength? Strength. Um, I've actually thought of that to be like a superpower for I think, myself. I think um, it helps with your creativity. I, think, I honestly yeah. think so. No, I, I, I think so too. And like it's, it's, it sounds psychotic for a 10-year-old to be talking to an imaginary creature. But you can also... In that sense, it means that you can kind of think outside from your own person. So you can think in the shoes of a third person looking at yourself. Yeah, exactly. So that's like I have a very deep kind of understanding of what other people think of me. But that's also my weakness because it, not, like in simplified terms, it means I'm very self-conscious. Because I'm always like wondering about what other people think about me and like how they would respond to me. And because like... Since 10 years old, I was practicing with my imaginary friend how he would <laughs> respond and think about me. It kind of, as a grown-up now, it applies to like physical, real real people real around world. me. Real world. Right? So it, it is stressful. I'd say that's like a stressful thing. But I think it can be a superpower. But I, I don't know. It, what you brought up there is like totally right though. Because usually, um, it, even if you look at heroes, those with superpowers... 
they also have like as great of a weakness to them as well. Mm. Like if you look at Hulk, he can become the strongest thing on like that whatever their universe is, but also as great as that is also his greatest weakness because he can't control it, the anger things. And even just as people, like you mentioned, our strengths and weaknesses are usually very closely correlated. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's very true. That's a very interesting fact. Um, For me, I think, I think my strength is communication. I think I'm a very people person, so... But that is also your weakness. It is. <laughs> it is. So I, I have the ability, if I really wanted to, to attract people into my life um but you know sometimes that gets too much for me right because now that i'm kind of an introvert like it's hard meeting new people and strangers that's why my um job as a pilates instructor sometimes feels really draining because i meet all these new people and um you know it's kind of in some ways it's a form of customer service and sales right you're trying to like sell your product as as a pilates instructor and Sometimes, I hope none of my clients are listening to this, but sometimes I feel like a um, counselor. Because, <laughs> oh. like, these people love talking, like, and, like, talking about their lives and stuff. And, like, not that I don't mind that, but, you know, I'm just, like, sitting there listening to them talk for, like, 30 minutes on end. <laughs> and maybe, like, multiple clients, like, back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like trying to like co- have conversations with these people and like, you know, I'm not saying like it's chidue or that it's like hard, but sometimes it's draining. Wow. You really are an introvert now. Yeah, it is. What has happened? I don't know. But that's like huge potential though. Like that, the fact that people are coming to you and opening up, that means you're very interpersonal, but you can actually use that. I mean, I guess if you were like a full-time Pilates teacher and that was your whole like ambition, Right? That was my career. If that was your career. That aspect would be amazing. Right? right, right. But then it would kill myself. Like it, it'd be like the ability or yeah, it'd be a ability that I would like, it would be bad for myself though. Right. But good for other people. So that's why when I was, you know, a part-time like salesperson at like retail stores, I was really good. Yeah. Like I would make amazing sales, but I'd be so drained and done by the end of the day. Like I'd be able to do nothing else. Oh, so you were still sort of like in that aspect introverted back then too. Yeah, and I hated it. Really? But I'd be so good at it if I have to. Like if I have to sell it, I will sell it. Wait, so I have a question then because <laughs> for salespeople, their biggest motivation is normally monetary like values, right? Mm. But for you then, what 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 is your motivation? In being in part of sales? Yeah, or doing this business or whatever. Um, like as a Pilates instructor or are you yeah. saying? Oh, as a Pilates instructor. Well, I started out because I, I love I love Pilates. Um, and, you know, I have a lo- bunch of different hobbies and sports that I do. But I found that Pilates is like one um, exercise that is um, challenging but yet not very harmful for your body. Because obviously it's like also used in rehab. Like in physios yeah. and stuff. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh, I think it'd be fun like to kind of learn and like um, get certified to be able to teach like the people around me, just yeah. like my peers. Like that's what I initially wanted to do is just teach my friends. 
but oh, before yeah but before okay. i get to that stage i have to gain experience right so that's oh. why i'm i'm like teaching like random people and like i have clients um until i get to a stage where i'm like comfortable um teaching anyone and anybody so teaching will be like a hobby for you yeah you know what mm. i've also come to just realize how much i love my current job Oh, my wow. office job. Really? Because I was like, oh my gosh, I love just working in front of a computer and like not having to talk to anyone sometimes. Well, at times I do what? because I work with, I work with, um, I have coworkers, but like, you know, like I'm mostly communicating via email and like messages on the computer. So I'd rather do that. Wow. Sit at a computer and like just... Look at a screen and look at documents and review that and research. Like I'd, I'd rather do that. Wow! So that is your kryptonite. Yeah. Wow. Funny story, but yeah. it is very true. So as much as you guys think I'm an extrovert, like I have to try. Actually, I actually have to use energy to be an extrovert. Right. Well, to be honest, um, I just have one like. Ending comments prepared and nothing else. <laughs> so maybe I'll bring that up now. And then if it stirs up any more conversation, we can go. If not, we can end it there. But like we've been talking, people uh, usually, I mean, like for, from, just what we, well, from just what we said, if people are able to identify their weaknesses, usually things they may not want to share with other people, there's actually a way you can flip that into your strength as well. It's mm. a, it's a, what is it? Interview tactic. Yeah. Interview tactic. Yeah. Where you have to like, where you're trying to turn your weakness into a positive. Oh, that's what they ask you to introduce. Yeah, so you know, like, what like, are your oh, greatest? like, um, <laughs> I, my weakness is that. I am so um, hardworking. Yeah, I, I can't work life balance. I, I get oh, I get burned out so easily. <sighs> yeah, but my strength is that that means I work extra hard. You know, so I hope it's, it's my, like total bullshit. I hope my colleagues aren't listening. But you know, I I, <laughs> I work as HR, right? So we do conduct we do conduct interviews, and like it's funny because you can people just, do that, right? You can tell when someone's reading off a script or they're just memorized, uh, and like they. You can just tell if they're not being authentic. If they're being honest or not. Yeah, because some of the ans- some of the questions that we ask is similar to that. Like, what what do you think you need to improve on? What are your so that's another way of saying what are your weaknesses, right? And then they would be like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna be honest and I'm gonna tell you that I Already really have a, a problem <laughs> saying no to things. If you give me something to do, I will say yes, and I will just put so many things on my plate, and I will just be working to the bone. It's like, okay." You know, cool like the, story, bro. Yeah, cool story. <laughs> I, I will. Yeah, okay. That's like a good answer. Like if she's the person would be kind of like making it so that the weakness is like a positive thing, right? Like a right, like, right. Yeah, but that yeah. is really not a weakness, right? Yeah. Sometimes I think employers actually look for actual weaknesses that you say um, you want to work on and that you want to improve. Like you want honesty. Yeah, I like I. I think some of the answers that like I've got that I appreciated was like I. They would actually tell me a weakness and they'd be like, I, but I've been working on it for the past couple of times, like a couple of years or whatever while working in this industry. And I have made a lot of improvement, mm. but I, I know there is more room, more room, room for to growth. Improve. And that mm. was like the most honest answer that I've heard. And I was like, yeah, that, I, I like this person. Mm. For yeah. all you job seekers out there, take it's a notes. tip. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's yeah, pretty fun. But that's like a very good point because at least for me, there have been so many things I've been insecure about that I consider my weakness. Mm-hmm. But recently, I've also been going through like the self-reflection and like self-development phase. And through that, I've realized how that can actually become my strength as well. For instance, I've, al- I've always been so insecure about having dabbled in so many things. But also not having sort of a strong identity or like specialty. Like mm. when I introduce myself, I can't be like, hey, I'm David and I do this. Because technically, that's not what I do. I do like so many things. So I felt like that quote, jack of all trades, master of none. And I took that as a negative. But That's yeah, kind of like me. Yeah. But did you actually know that? I found this out yesterday. That that quote is actually just half the quote. Oh, what's the other part of the quote? The full quote is Jack of all trades, master of none, but often better than a master of one. Oh, that's, that's, that's the actual full quote. Interesting. Yeah. So like I've, at least in this world, I think it's, I, I'm, I think I'm blessed to be in a time where having multiple things can actually be beneficial for you. But you know, those kind of things, people have so many insecurities, but if you're able to identify them and flip the narrative and sort of change that into your strength, I think that'd be super powerful. And on the flip side, if you believe you have certain strengths, just being careful and not trusting it too much because that can also be your downfall. Mm. That can also be your greatest weakness. You know, funny story. So before I became like a super introvert, not a super introvert, but kind of on the introvert side, when I was an extrovert, I would um, try to delve into delve myself into like trying new things and like gaining experiences so that I would be able to make conversation with anyone and anything. Wow. Yeah. So then like when I converse with people that there are more topics I can relate to and like um, talk about with like various types of people, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think helped. Yeah. So that like I can, you know, um, make conversation, whatever topic may come up. That's so hard though. It is. But I think that experience, those experiences are very valuable for, for me Yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um, as much as I am not that extroverted anymore, yeah. Um, they still do apply like in my workforce um, or in my workplace. I have a couple of um, coworkers who are also like soccer fans or football fans, let's say. <laughs> oh, you offended um, so many North <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> um that like I can talk to about um, like the recent games and stuff. Right. Do you still watch soccer or football? Um, like highlights, couple oh. here and there, yeah. but I'm not that into it currently. But also just because my team is not that is not doing that great either. Right. <laughs> so it's it's yeah not as exciting when your team's not playing very well. Right. Going back to David, what David mentioned though, like the weakness part, I think. You're right in the sense like, especially if you identify your own weakness, it's like you you know the thing that will bring you down and by doing so, you can kind of like, you, you can make it not a weakness, I guess, once you accept and acknowledge it. So yeah. Do you have a certain weakness that you feel you have? Although this is public. Oh yeah. I, 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 I'd say my... Like to summarize, I think I have a lot of weaknesses, honestly. It's like, I would say if I was a ship, I would have lots of little holes. I can see that. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. 
<laughs> got her You're back. Welcome, I got bro. him back. And thanks for telling me that I'm weak. But yeah, I would I would describe myself as having lots of mini holes. I know that's equivalent equally as bad as having one huge gaping hole with all the water coming in, right? And it's like it's harder to block. But to summarize it all up, I would say it's all categorized under the fact under the strength that I thought I had, which would be like self consciousness. Sometimes I get so self conscious to the point that it eats me up. But like, um, like internally, internally. But the thing that drives me insane is that because I'm so self conscious, it's like a loop. Because I'm self so so self conscious, when I'm actually meeting people, I don't look like I'm self conscious, or I try not to look like I'm yeah. self conscious, right? But that eats me up more because it's like, okay, I'm trying to protect myself with this me- You're mechanism. Being like defensive, yeah, being defensive. But then when I go back home, it's like, yo. You know what's really funny? Because I've become introverted, I become kind of like that. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Like I, I, I really don't like being an introvert. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you think self-consciousness stems from? So I was going to actually, that is a good, good point because I think the ultimate weakness comes from the inflicted pain that you receive while you're developing, right? That's very like Uh. mechanical term I use, but like, so basically when you're young, when you're vulnerable, when you're a teenager or whatnot, if you've had, and I don't speak for everyone, everyone's experience might be different, but if you've had like a lot of experience where it kind of forces you to be self-conscious, like for example, if it's like when someone throws a rock at you, you don't know it's going to hurt until it actually hits you, right? Mm. And then from then on, you're like, you're going to be self-conscious about, Flying rocks, right? like just in case. Mm. Same thing. It's a terrible analogy. But same thing. Like if if you've been inflicted by pain from other people and their judgments, then later on it's like, okay, the way to survive is to prevent that from happening, oh. right? And to do that, you've got to be always mentally ready, right? And I think that's where it comes from. So, like I even yesterday I met a bunch of friends who don't have that weakness. I can visibly see that they don't have like they don't really give much of a they don't give a crap. crap. <laughs> they don't give a crap of what other people think about them. And I, I when I see that I'm But really, you know what? It might just be a guy thing. You might you might think that they don't, but they might actually do. And like externally, right. yeah. like they try to express like that masculinity, if you wanna say it, by looking not emotionally vulnerable. True. That is actually a very good point. I think, and so like all these guys think like, oh, he's definitely not self-conscious, but they're all self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, in the, in the, sorry, I can't speak. In that case then, I'd say that I'm more visibly self like showing my weakness then. Because uh, I'd be someone that kind of looks like I'm self-conscious. I don't know. Does that make sense? Does, does sort of having that um, quote-unquote weakness though help you maybe read other people better? And maybe understand them and how they may be feeling. Yes. So that that is like a loop where it becomes my strength. Because I think I do have more of like empathetic skills. More of like... Interpersonal um, skills. Yeah. So if I have trouble with people that I can't read. Yeah. That's the thing that Josh told me is that I am a very easy read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not very hard to read me. I don't really try to hide things. You know, if I'm in a bad mood, you know I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm in a good mood, you know I'm in a good mood. And like I'll I'll like expressly show that. Yeah. You know, so it's not very hard to read. But then Josh said that um for people that are like harder to read, it's like hard for him to approach, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Approach them. Yeah. Cause it's like 
this is like I think we've talked about this over the course of our podcast, but like the whole like the whole relationship dynamic between a person is like you want to get to know them, right? But there are people who are good at just on a lighter note getting to know someone without having to know them deeper, right? Because they don't really care what they think about each other and they're just there to make conversation and they don't it doesn't matter if it's genuine or not. It's just have all about having a good time. Whereas people like me, it's a little bit more weighted. Like every relationship is a little bit more weighted. I need to know the person to show who I am myself. And it's like a it's also a loop there because if I don't show them who I am, then they're if they're like someone like me, they won't open up as well. So it's like you end up just having two people close off trying to make conversation, but it's not going anywhere. <laughs> mm. But if there is someone that's opening up, like where I see that they're showing a little bit about themselves, whether it's like good things or bad things or whatever, it gives me like an opening. It helps me put my guard down, helps me understand them. Yeah. So this is all actually a <clears throat> test to give you that question back of what's your greatest weakness? As an HR person, I approve your hired Josh. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I commit myself to this company. Oh, yeah. But um, I think that was a sort of interesting, uh, I want to call it maybe an activity, trying to dissect Josh's supposed weakness, seeing how that could be strength and, you know, vice versa. So maybe if you guys are able to kind of uh, just sit down, analyze what you feel insecure about, then actually take a look at where that stems from and how you know you can use that to not just be your weakness but also utilize it in a way that'd be great yeah and we'll see you next week sounds good bye bye travel back in time <laughs>